Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Monday, November 21st, 2022. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at $16,174.49, down 3.06%. Ethereum at number two, $1,132.36, down 7.02%. Tether at number three, 99 cents. USD coin, number four, $1. BNB at number five, $260.39, down 4.57%. Binance USD, $1. XRP at number seven, 35 cents, down 8.39%. Cardano at number eight, 30 cents, down 6.68%. Dogecoin at number nine, at seven cents, down 10.76%. And last but not least, Polygon at number 10, 80 cents, down 7.59%. Let's look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are getting too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So what we've got today is extreme fear at 21. Yesterday was extreme fear at 24. Last week was extreme fear at 24. And last month was extreme fear at 20. Let's look at our four articles today. Article number one is Bitcoin hits this low. But what's the unrevealed narrative around BTC? Article 2, Disney plans big cuts after its 50th anniversary celebration. Article 3, Cosmos taking a short position on Atom. Read this to get a clear picture. And last but not least, the main topic today is, no, the metaverse is not dead. It's inevitable. All right. Before we get into the articles, just want to say thank you so much to all my supporters again. Catch me on YouTube at Dave's Daily Crypto Take. You can like, share, and subscribe. And if you're in the podcast space, please go to Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. All right, let's get into the article number one. Bitcoin hits this low, but what's the unrevealed narrative around BTC? So two points here. Bitcoin's SOPR hit its lowest point more than two years after the last one. And short-term projections for the king coin showed bearish signs, despite more long-term holders remaining in profit. So Bitcoin, for the first time since March 2020, hit its lowest point per spent output profit ratio on 19th of November. According to CryptoQuant analyst Mark Turn, it was necessary to touch upon this while considering Bitcoin's on-chain status. He further revealed that BTC's SOPR stood at 0.984 at press time. The metric hitting rock bottom implied that most hodlers sold BTC at a loss. Additionally, since the SOPR was less than one, another scenario could be in play. Of course, it was almost inevitable that the daily moved coins were sold at lower prices than bought. However, it was also likely that profits realized were held rather than spent. If this was the case, it would be difficult for BTC to exit the declining volumes discussed earlier. As of this writing, Bitcoin's volume had not improved since 18th of November. According to CoinMarketCap, its volume dropped 14.27% to $23.02 billion in the last 24 hours. Assets remain, liabilities trailing. Despite the drawdown, many long-term investors were still in profit. This was ascertained by the unspent transactions output position. According to Glassnode, the UTXO in profits at press time was 93963834 This implied that these addresses bought Bitcoin at a lower price than its current state. Hence, they have remained in profit without attempting to transact the holdings. 
On the flip side, UXTO in losses trailed behind those with gains. Glassnode showed that these addresses reached 42,516,192. However, it was important to note that those losses rose since BTC's dump to $16,000. At the same time, the value of UXTO in profits might be considered low. Thus, its current position could signal that the BTC market bottom was close. Put your short-term BTC desires on hold. Investors might have hoped that the current region was the last base. However, indications from the four-hour chart had opposing opinions. According to the chart, the Bollinger Bands showed low volatility, indicating that BTC might not explode within the current levels in the short term. Similarly, the exponential moving average supported the indications of the BBB. At press time, the 50 EMA was positioned above the 20 EMA. This stance implied that the possibility of a glaring near-term respite was close to zero. However, the longer time frame revealed by the 200 EMA appeared to align with a recovery. With the 200 EMA above the shorter period, the king coin holder might need to preserve. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about this article? Bitcoin hits this low, but what's the unrevealed narrative around BTC? Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, article number two, Disney plans big cuts after its 50th anniversary celebration. Disney plans big changes that may make some visitors unhappy. Disney has a special place in many people's hearts and memories. If you breathe air and have been around in the last two centuries, you're bound to have fond memories of Disney. If it's a Disney movie, a character you fell in love with, songs from the movies or memories from attending one of its many theme parks, there's a certain nostalgia that comes around whenever the word Disney is mentioned. Disney has been a mainstay for nearly a century. The company was founded in 1923, and if math class taught correctly, next year it would be 100 years of making people smile in the entertainment industry. Not so sure how the new math would calculate it, but it still might be 100 years. Disney has grown exponentially over the years and now is one of the largest entertainment companies in the world. Disney's theme parks are world-renowned with people and families flocking to attend the theme parks every year. This year was something special, the 50th anniversary since Walt Disney World Resort opened in Florida. It's so hard to say goodbye. Even though the party is still going on, the announcement came that with the close of the 50th anniversary celebration at Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, some things won't be returning. Disney will not have the Disney Enchantment at Magic Kingdom show returning after its close this season. While some fans might be disappointed that the show will not be returning, Disney followed up that the news to alert fans that something new will be coming and to not freak out just yet. Disney will have a new version of the fan favorite Happily Ever After show. Disney also announced that the Harmonious at Epcot Nighttime Spectacular will not be returning, leaving fans to wonder what the nightlife around Disney World will look like in the not-so-distant future. Disney again wanted to avoid frantic fanatics freaking out and followed up the closure announcement with the arrival of a new Nighttime Spectacular, but details were not given yet. Back to the routine, all things must come to an end, and Disney has decided the updated version of its longest-running parade at Walt Disney World in the Seven Seas Lagoon will be shutting down as well. 
the electrical water pageant, which has been running special presentation for the celebration of the 50th anniversary, will end its celebration and revert to its normal routine. Well, that does mean that the parade is not going away. The celebration is changing back to its normal presentation. Theme park guests who were hoping to see a spectacular now have a cutoff time on when they can experience this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Some of these changes coming might make you lose your shirt, or at least the characters will. Among other changes, the fabulous characters Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, their dog Pluto, Donald Duck, Daisy Duck, Goofy, and Crazy Chipmunks Chip and Dale were all sporting some awesome threads for the 50th anniversary celebration. And those fab threads are going to the wayside as their iconic clothing will make its return. These changes are likely to occur after the first quarter of 2023. New arrivals are expected to debut shortly after in April 2023. Speculation is still out on these changes will impact Walt Disney World in Florida. Questions around what will the nighttime entertainment look like? Will there be more fireworks, more use of drones, and new music are still unanswered. If Disney has taught us anything, it's that it's to expect the unexpected. So there you guys have it. Disney plans big cuts after its 50th anniversary celebration. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right. Article number three, Cosmos taking a short position on Adam. Read this to get a clear picture. So two points. Point number one, osmosis outperforms other DEXs in terms of development activity. And number two, despite this, Cosmos TVL continues to decline along with its trading volume. Osmosis, a DeFi project on the Cosmos blockchain, could be imperative for the latter's growth in a DeFi space. This was because Osmosis managed to take a lead among DeFi protocols such as MakerDAO and Lido in terms of development activity over the last few days. As can be seen from the image below, Osmosis GitHub witnessed a spike, which suggested that its developers were actively contributing towards its GitHub. This growing activity could help Osmosis expand even further and have a positive impact on Cosmos DeFi efforts. Not all good news for Cosmos, though. Unfortunately, all the time of writing, Cosmos was unable to perform well in the DeFi sector. Furthermore, as can be seen from the image below, it can be observed that the blockchain's total value locked depreciated substantially over the past few weeks. As of 19th of November, Cosmos' total value locked stood at $411,310,000, having depreciated by 1.11% between 18th and 19th of November. However, even though Cosmos did not grow in the DeFi space, stakers continued to show an interest in it. The number of stakers on the Cosmos network grew by 0.15% over the last seven days. They were generating a reward rate of 19.25% at the time of press, according to data provided by staking rewards. Despite the increase in the number of stakers, overall fees generated by Cosmos depreciated by 30.6% in the last seven days, according to Token Terminal. Cosmos volume continued to depreciate as well plummeting all the way from $283 million to $98 million over the course of a week. Its market cap followed suit and declined along with the volume. These negative factors coupled with the overall FUD surrounding the crypto market had a detrimental impact on Adam's price. At the time of writing, Adam was trading at $9.98. Its price has appreciated by 1.75% in the last 24 hours, according to CoinMarketCap.
So there you guys have it. Atmos, Cosmos taking a short position on Atom. Read this to get a clear picture. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, last but not least, the main topic today is no, the metaverse is not dead. It's inevitable. Over the last few weeks, many people have asked me the same question. Is the metaverse dead? This pessimism is not surprising, considering that the meta stock has now lost over half of its value since formally announcing its strategic pivot to the metaverse. Adding insult to injury, last week meta announced major layoffs across the company, increasing fear throughout the industry. Trying my best to be objective, I see the current struggles as meta as a reflection of its legacy business rather than an indication that its metaverse strategy is failing. I believe it will take another year or two before we can really predict whether Meta will be successful in this space or if other large players will emerge as true leaders of the Metaverse. My bigger concern is that the general public is still confused about what the Metaverse is and how it will benefit society. You think this would be clear by now, but even simple definitions of the Metaverse are hard to come by. Personally, I blame influencers from the Web3 space for creating the confusion describing the metaverse in terms of blockchains, cryptocurrencies, and NFTs. These are profoundly useful technologies, but are no more relevant to the metaverse than 5G, GPS, or GPUs. The metaverse is not about any specific pieces of infrastructure. First, the metaverse is not about NFTs. I point this out because of an experience I had at the metaverse summit in San Jose two weeks ago. During the event, I sat in on a round table on a topic of metaverse marketing. Executives from many big brands attended. To my surprise, nobody talked about issues that I would consider relevant to marketing in the metaverse. Instead, they talked mostly about NFTs and strategies for appealing to Web3 natives and DGENs. That's not the metaverse. If the industry doesn't push back on this persistent confusion, it will continue to struggle. Instead, the metaverse is about transforming how we humans experience the digital world. Since the dawn of real computing, digital content, and has been accessed primarily through flat media viewed in a third person, in the metaverse, our digital lives will increasingly involve immersive media that appears all around us and is experienced in the first person. It will impact everything from how we work, shop, and learn online to how we socialize and organize. It's really that simple. The metaverse is a transition of the digital world from flat content to immersive experiences. And trust me, it's not dead. If anything, the metaverse is inevitable. Point number two, born this way. Why is the metaverse inevitable? It's in our DNA. The human organism evolved to understand our world through first-person experiences in spatial environments. It's how we interact and explore. It's how we store memories and build mental models. It's how we generate wisdom and develop intuition. In other words, the metaverse is about using our natural human abilities for perception, interaction, and exploration when we engage the creative power and flexibility of digital content. It will happen. The only question is, will it happen soon or will the industry fall back into another long, dark winter? Personally, I don't believe winter is coming. I say that as someone who lived through the longest winter of them all. After doing early VR and AR research in government labs, I founded Immersion Corporation in 1993 to bring the natural power of immersive experiences to major markets. By 1995, the industry was on fire. 
with a level of media hype that felt similar to early 2022, but then came the dot-com bust. It sucked all the virtual air out of all the virtual rooms. That's because the VC industry abruptly narrowed its focus, dumping every last penny into e-commerce startups. You couldn't utter the phrase virtual reality to the most investors for over a decade. This submerged the metaverse into a frigid winter that lasted from 1997 to 2012. That's not going to happen this time. The industry is too far along. The metaverse is no longer driven by startups and fueled by venture funding. Many of the largest companies in the world are now competing to bring VR and AR products to the mainstream markets. Some say this will evolve into a narrow industry aimed at gaming, entertainment, and a handful of other targeted verticals, but I believe it will be far broader than that. In fact, I predict that the early 2030s, the metaverse will become a central part of daily life. No, I'm not suggesting that we will spend our lives in cartoonish virtual worlds using creepy avatars to chat with friends and coworkers. Virtual spaces will get far more natural and realistic. Still, I believe that purely virtual worlds will be aimed mostly at short-duration activities similar to the way we lose ourselves in movies today. The true metaverse, the one that will transform our lives, will be rooted in augmented reality, enabling us to experience the real world embellished with immersive virtual content that appears seamlessly all around us. That is by far the most natural way for us humans to bring the digital world into our lives. For that simple reason, the metaverse is inevitable. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about this article? No, the metaverse is not dead. It's inevitable. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right, let's look at the prices one last time before we head out. At number one, BTC is at $16,215. Ethereum at $1,135. Tether, $0.99. Cents. USD coin, $1. BNB, $261. Binance USD, $1. XRP at $0.35. Cents. Cardano at $0.30. Cents. Dogecoin, $0.07. Cents. And last but not least, Polygon at $0.81. Cents. So, Thank you so much for making this far into Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Again, catch me on YouTube, like, share, and subscribe. And if you're in the podcast space, catch me on Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts. Other than that, I hope everyone has a great crypto day, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.